0: You are listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv criticalrole critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com criticalrole critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Are we on the internet? Did you know
1: that a shark is the only fish that can blink with both eyes?
0: Oh, I think that's how they poop as well. Good evening, and welcome to an all-new Tox Machina. My name is Brian W. Foster. I will be your host for the evening. Tonight, we will be discussing Critical Role, Campaign 2, Episode 23, Have Bird, Will Travel, Fridell. With my guests, Matthew Mercer and Emmy Award-winning Sam Riegel. Hi. Hey. Hey,
2: Hey, man.
1: Hi. Max said you had a bit for the opening. Oh, um, uh, the, uh, yeah. He he definitely told me about that. Yeah. Um, so you, little... you have something funny you were gonna say, or like you were gonna be like?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, h- how many light bulbs? Hate it, chief. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Welcome, esteemed panel of guests. Woo!
2: Yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Order. right.
0: It'll do until the real esteemed panel gets yeah. here. Got to hold the seats for my...
1: How are you guys doing? Good, good. Feeling yeah. great, Brian. Feeling great? Yeah, it's great to be on the show.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> Every six weeks you get that call, it's time to come in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like jury duty. It really <laughs> is. It <laughs> feels like it, it doesn't is. it? Yeah. yeah. I've you tried lots right
1: of excuses. It just doesn't pan out. Jury duty
0: with snacks that are nowhere near as good. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of announcements tonight, so we're going to get right to it. Check out the new Mighty Nine shirt in the brand new Critical Role online shop. Visit shop.critrole.com. It's an awesome shirt.
3: I'm very happy. with I'm very happy with it. Yeah, it's
1: exciting. I just got mine today. I rubbed Neat. it all over my body, and now it's uh, ready to put on my, my shirt, my, yeah. my top. <laughs> Are you an ever-nude, you wear
0: works. a shirt
3: under a shirt? I always
1: have to just rub it all <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, don't know, yep. gonna yeah. I was going to wear it, but I figured I'd do more, you know, Yeah. be here for pride and stuff.
0: Rocking that Dread Singles shirt. Yeah, right, yeah. All right. Uh, also, if you missed it, which I don't know how you could have, we made a pretty exciting announcement yesterday about our future. I'm going to wait for the camera to come back (laughs) on me to continue talking. No. Because... Wait, what What happened Ah, is Max brought in a bunch of scratchers, and they're all back there (laughs) just trying to see if they can... Yeah. Uh, We made a pretty exciting announcement yesterday about our future. We just launched our very own YouTube and Twitch channels, which is crazy and amazing. Uh, Marisha has started working on new shows already, which will be uploaded to those new channels. Yeah. Um, have no fear though, Critical Role and Tox Machina will continue to broadcast on the Geek and Sundry Twitch channel and on Alpha with the VODs uploaded to Geek and Sundry's YouTube channel as usual. Nothing, yeah, none of that nothing's changing in the way that you guys see the show. That's the most yep. important thing. Yeah. Um, After Dark will continue to be available on Alpha only. For whatever reasons, whenever that was decided. Um, In other words, nothing changes at all. But But everything changes. Everything (laughs) changes at once. We are also moving into our brand new studio, which was shown off yesterday on that awesome video that you guys made. So excited. So, Because we have to move to the new studio, there will not be an episode of Tox Machina on July 3rd or an episode of Critical Role on July 5th. Plan accordingly, get together and play some D&D with your friends yeah. those nights. Make use of it. Use celebrate
1: of it. the Independence Day of our fine, fine nation. Mm.
0: Yes, <laughs> on the day between yeah. the 4th of July.
1: Well, if you, if you celebrate it right, it'll last three days.
0: Oh, that's true, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, new show, be Sam <laughs> Sam's holiday tips.
3: <laughs> <laughs> This'll be the Independence Day to celebrate with a lot of alcohol. Yes, yeah, for sure, so- yeah. Mm. 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 yeah. Anyway, continue.
0: Uh, there's a quick uh, <laughs> recap of all the announcements uh, on critroll.com that explains everything we talked about yesterday. So be sure to check that out. Rachel and everybody did a great job answering a lot of questions yesterday and clearing up uh, any other additional questions that people had. Um, we just want to say though that your support and love for our announcement was overwhelming big time. We're incredible. Constantly humbled by the love that you guys have for us and we were so nervous. We were so nervous. <laughs> You're yeah. like
3: yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I hope people are cool with this. Yeah, ah. no. yeah. there was a lot of like nerves yeah. leading up into it. So it was, it was
1: an p- exciting day and yeah. some of us jumped on and chatted with with some yeah. of the critters and stuff. Yeah. And it was it was really exciting to see everybody like bubbling with really the news pumped. And stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we promised to make you guys proud. Uh, Also, our last note, I will be back on Asinine Wisdom one week from tonight after Talks Machina for the season premiere. (laughs) Back on on You've done it before? Uh, They're having me come back as a a guest again, so hide your kids, hide your wife. (laughs) It's that time, that's June 26th after Talks Machina. Without further ado, let us discuss episode 23 of Critical Role Campaign 2, Have Bird, Will Travel.
2: Cool. Yeah, music, music
1: music plays during that graphic goes, and then bum, it comes bum, back.
2: Bum, bum, yeah,
1: I did not know oh. that until last time I was here. Oh, boom. yeah. Well,
2: look boom, at that. Boom,
1: boom. We've all learned
3: something today, it but you know this.
0: similar huh? to the music that we normally hear out of that speaker that isn't coming out of there tonight.
3: Oh, Patrick gotcha. oh, just started. Oh. Look at that. Oh my goodness, there's music. Guys, so excited. <laughs> I like that voice for an NPC. Oh, don't worry. Yes, that guy's somewhere in you know, Wild Mountain, I'm sure.
1: Before you get to your dumb questions, Brian, yeah. can I just jump in and say that someone pointed out to me uh, recently that no NPC or PC, for that matter, has ever had a French accent. Can you not do a French accent?
3: Of course I can. Why, have we not had a French accent? Uh, Well, to be honest, I do not want to uh, have every single type of dialect or accent explored if you haven't been all over the entire world. So perhaps there are places in the world that you have not been, or you have not encountered somebody who had to be uh, considered uh, a real-world analogy to the French, I don't know.
1: What would be an analogy to them? The French.
3: I don't know. You pit, have to come pit, across it. The
1: pit fiend.
3: You have to come across <laughs> well, yeah. it. Uh, Jester
0: could decide she wants a nice baguette, Ooh. and then they have to go to the part of, you know,
3: Alexandria where the baguettes are. Uh, uh, Whitestone, probably. Whitestone. Uh, yeah. No, and you guys have been in the Empire, uh, yeah. and you haven't been too far onto the Menagerie Coast, Ooh. so we shall see if you ever find your way there. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. My apologies. <clears throat>
0: I think you've proven he can do one. Yes, I have. I think we were both a little disappointed when he did it so well. <laughs> uh, we have some crit roll stats for this episode, uh, courtesy of our friends at Crit Roll Stats. The Mighty Nine has now rolled ninety-nine natural ones. It's, 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 so That's stop here. Lot. So stop here. So don't roll anymore after
3: this point. We're good.
0: <laughs> you guys realize this money isn't going to charity anymore, right? Like, if we're you roll one. We're out hope. Yeah. Uh, not currently has the lead with twenty-two. Oh
2: boy!
3: Yeah, baby. Is this all
1: on the same dice? I I only ever roll one one die. Yeah.
0: Even when you need to roll a D six? No, 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 I rolled.
3: <laughs> the map gets really That's weird. That's okay, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> um, no, I only ever roll the one D twenty, and and I think maybe I'm rolling so bad this campaign because of Laura. Oh. I feel like yeah. her bad luck or yeah. her like her. I don't know. She's rubbing off on it somehow. Her mojo, like, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, as of this episode, the Mighty Nine has been traveling together for over a month now.
1: Oh,
3: nice. Look at
0: that. That's pretty cool. That's
3: cool. That's, yeah. a, that's some hardcore, fast-acting friendship time. Yeah. 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 We've yeah. learned so much. You guys nope. are such a tight, <laughs> tight-knit family. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's interesting, a lot of the questions we get going really deep into how characters feel about each other. Sometimes, got to remember, they've only known each other a month, wow. so. Yeah.
3: In some ways, you know, and and some experiences you'll bond faster, and some others you'll, you know, be worried and have to figure it out. It's that's kind of what's really fun about this campaign is, you know, you guys are getting to see that ground floor kind of, you know, relationship development. So uh, it's fascinating from my standpoint. I've half of the time I have to remind myself to keep setting scenes and doing things. I'm just watching you guys role play, and I'm, oh, yeah, oh right, uh, <clears throat> yeah, roll dice, make notes. You know,
0: it's been some good RP this season.
3: It's fun. <laughs> Last season too. No, no spoilers. No. I just love party conflict. Yeah. Like respectful party conflict. Yeah. There's there's a par- <laughs> type of party conflict that's really not fun right. in games. Uh but like whenever all the players on the same page and they're yeah, exploring yeah, yeah. that dynamic, mm-hmm. it can be a, really interesting. Yeah. Um and in many cases lead to some of the strongest, you know, friendships down the road. Hopefully. We'll yeah. See.
2: Hopefully.
3: Yeah. Anyway, question. if you stay alive.
0: <laughs> uh, Kiri has imitated people 82 times.
1: Oh wow. Yay! So, series imitations are incredible, man. Yep, <laughs> you incredible.
2: Know. Oh boy.
0: Uh, Sam, we're going to kick things off with a question for you from Lakanda Lawa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I said that perfectly. Uh, which was the greater achievement, Sam? Winning an Emmy or the D and D Beyond theme song video? Ooh boy,
1: um, I would have to say the D and D Beyond theme song because that was a thing that I just came up with, and it then it became uh, an anthem for a generation, <laughs> <laughs> if I may be completely honest. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> sure, downplay it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being humble, but it is... It is the song of our generation. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: yes, it replaced Miley Cyrus's "Wrecking Ball" as the song of our generation.
3: Thank you for that.
1: Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Ooh, maybe we could get Miley Cyrus on. Anyway, sure. Um, but no, uh, the uh, my my Emmy award win is uh, super duper awesome and uh, a professional. A, a pinnacle achievement and bucket list, all that great stuff, yeah. but but you know, the theme song was like, I got to write it and then we got to make it, so that's e- even more fun.
0: Yeah, it's true, <laughs> turned out really good.
1: Yeah, also, uh, to get the Emmy, took like two, two years of work on this one cartoon, but the uh, d d Beyond theme song took like 15, 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so,
3: Dang. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's time committed versus reward. Yeah, 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 I think yeah
0: overall it's a better, better experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> um, who knows? Maybe you'll get like a streamy for that or Ooh,
2: something. Ooh, do we still have those? I don't know. I
0: think so. Probably.
3: Is it webby? I stopped thing? getting
0: invited webby, uh, the first around. year.
3: Well, the streamies keep emailing saying, "Hey, pay us," so we might. Pretend to give you an award. Oh, oh, really? That's how it works? No, He's know. throwing streamy oh, shade man. right now? I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, man. Some streamy <laughs> shit. I, I, have, I have a history with the streamies. Oh, you do? long, tumultuous history, yeah. Uh, what'd you do, bring Talison with you one year? <laughs> oh, hold on, that's a whole different experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, my, my, my very- Those were a different types of stream that yeah. they were doing no, at that party. No, I directed party. a web series like 10 years ago. And they invited us, and, and had, so like we want to include your series in this huge montage of like the big series of the year. So I spent three days like rapidly editing down this clip for them to use and send it their way. And they brought us out there, and they're going to have a whole announcement thing and cut it from the show. Oh dang!
2: Oh no! And, uh,
3: so that that was my first experience there. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, it turned into kind of a. Well, anyway, this is live. In Hangouts. <laughs> Jimmy's
2: hey are great. No, I
3: get it.
0: Yeah, streamies are great. We like the webbies better. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Webby's webbies are around. Oh yeah, webbies? Yep. All right, we like the webbies better. Hey, Matt. Yes. Save yourself from <laughs> bringing down the streamies by uh, <laughs> answering this question from Marone underscore Mac. Did the battle with the marrow play out to be more difficult than you had imagined? If so, how much of that was due to not, not staying behind and the player's strategy?
3: Uh, I think to some degrees it played out pretty close to what I wanted. Um, if not had been there, it probably would have been a little bit easier in that regard. But also, the placement of some of the characters uh, led to some some shifting moments, positive and negative. Um, like a, a lot of encounters you put together as a dungeon master, you're kind of hoping, engaging, it'll be challenging but not too crushing. Uh, there were, with the lack of not, it was a little more challenging, I guess, than I expected at moments. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was even a moment there uh, where, tactically, as everyone saw me pause and I was like trying to think it over, because I was thinking a high-risk, high-reward kind of maneuver there for it, but uh, uh, yeah, to answer the question, I'd, I'd, I'd say, uh, now that I think about it, probably a little harder than I originally in, intended, but m- mostly because not wasn't present and... Because
1: Nott's the best. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And it also depends on when That's they showed spider. up, too. Yeah. Because uh, having the two marrow show up later in the battle, I don't know where they're going to be at the moment when they show up with that one combat round, and so that can end up being a really, really terrible thing for both, either side. Who knows? Yeah. We're throwing things to the walls as dungeon masters and hope they work, so. Yeah, in this case it did. Hopefully. Yeah. I
1: love, by mm-hmm. the way, can I just say, as a player who has played under you, and by that I mean under your body for many, <laughs> For many years now, I love when the battle changes like halfway through, or something, or or when the map changes, or when new people come in, or where where there's a carefully laid trap that doesn't spring till halfway through. That stuff's the best.
3: I I agree that Uh, there's a lot of (laughs) there's actually been a lot of battles that have had traps laid up that nobody triggered, and they're waiting for it. And we're just avoiding it. And like, all right. <laughs> um, but no, to me it's you know you have quick combats you have for more protracted combats to keep it interesting. you want to have almost different moments, different beats where things change up and mm-hmm. shift uh, where the players feel like their strategy is locked and they have this in the bag and then something changes the dynamic mm-hmm. entirely and everyone has to rethink what they had planned. you know those keep things fresh and interesting. Um, but you can't do it too often because then it's almost expected. So you yeah. have to you have to pick and choose the battles where
0: you get to do that. So. But for you, the combat itself has an arc, just like the story elements. I try too, to it. Right? Yeah. and it, it
3: depends. Mm. Sometimes some battles get cleaned up a lot faster than I expected, but yeah. I'm not gonna, you know that, that's well played to you guys. Sure. yeah, And some battles strategically, things just go awry on the player side. and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry. So I'm just wiping up. yeah um, so but that's that's part of the fun is that I don't ever know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah,
0: until you get the script on Thursday mornings. Right, right. And then I have to get to proofread it and get my yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, check all the character name spelling. <laughs> Sam, uh, Meg M. Hannah says, where does Knott's fear of water come from? Is it a goblin thing or did she have a bad water experience similar to Ford's?"
1: uh you know the the, the water thing uh, I just invented while we were playing uh, while we were playing mm-hmm. but uh, I because I, I thought it would be fun <laughs> um, but uh, in in episodes since then, between episodes I've, I've gone back and there is uh, there is a backstory element thing that that, that may eventually get re- revealed. Um, about why uh, she has a fear of water, Ooh. but um, but no. When it, when I when I first said it on whatever early episode it was, I was like, no, that was just made. I just made that up.
2: Oh wow!
0: <laughs> wow. I don't know. You have to write it into the backstory. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Matt Redoric Storm says, when a player makes a character choice to avoid combat, not refusing to swim through the tunnel to help face the marrow. Do you adjust combat difficulty to not penalize
3: the other players, or let it play out as designed? Good question. I play it as designed, partially because I've, I've <clears throat> designed the encounter. I guess it depends on the experience the players do. If they're new players and you, your experience with them has, has been kind of, you know, suboptimal strategy because they're still getting used to the system or you know how they work together as a team, uh, then maybe you might want to adjust in the fly. For me. I also want to show that there are consequences for making these character choices. I'm not saying it's a bad choice, but you know, I don't want the players to feel like, well, it's fine. Only four of us can go in because the combat will adjust for four players. Yeah. You know, because not wasn't there, the battle got a little harder than it would have been mm. normally. Mm. Um, but that's that's what making a character choice you know, comes with, and yeah. so. Uh, See, so yeah, I wouldn't adjust it for me personally, but situationally, situationally yeah. it may be helpful or, in some cases, necessary to not, you know, detract from everyone having fun at the table. Do you ever like add extra
0: loot at the end and then be like, "Oh, look what you missed out on! All this extra loot!" If you want. Oh, they've missed there. a lot
3: of things. Yeah. Uh, I don't tell them what they missed usually. Yeah. I just tease them about it. <laughs> but like low investigation rolls and some boards yeah. or. Uh, you know, not finding secret pathways or or Ooh. hidden chambers and stuff.
0: Sam, is there any sometimes, stuff that sometimes. Thursday nights after the game it keeps you awake? Is there any stuff that you go not not necessarily like, oh, why did I sing so out of key tonight? Or, <laughs> but, but, you know, plot elements and stuff like that where you roll too low on an insight check or some Disney Do you ever do you ever go home thinking about the game and going like, ah, what is that? Like,
1: yeah, of course, all yeah. the time. I mean, Matt paints such a good picture uh, that. Sometimes we know when we miss something, or we know that maybe we missed something, and it's always it's always bothersome to like think about like oh what was that that could have been something. And a couple sometimes um, it'll be like a more important story beat or a more important mo- moment where it almost seems like he gives us more than one chance. Yeah. Like well he'll say like you hey, roll a history check or something, and someone rolls low, and he's like. Uh, how about you roll a history check, and yeah. someone else rolls ro- low, and everyone's like, "Well, I guess I just mm-hmm. missed it then."
3: Yep. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where, if, if it's a piece of information that might be widely known, and I'm given that opportunity, it's one of those like, you would probably be the most likely to, to know this.
2: Yeah.
3: All right, you didn't fail. Would anybody else be likely? You might, yeah, you know, and it's one of those scenarios where I might adjust the DC based oh, on, on it, if I'd one see. person fails, maybe make it higher, make it yeah, higher yeah. until, if until all, eventually, if you all fail, if
1: we all fail, that's the worst. You missed it. <laughs> that's the but worst. That's how, that's how it works.
3: You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but only if it's if it's like super acute knowledge. If it's if it's general knowledge, and I, I try not to make you guys roll it. Too often, sometimes it's just fun to make the roll happen, so you feel like, "Oh, that skill was useful." Yeah. But I would have just told you anyway. <laughs> but you don't know when that happens. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Maybe he'll develop a tell eventually. Oh yeah. Oh, if, if the internet hasn't figured out my tells by now, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, I'm on most of the message boards. I don't. I've been deconstructed over like four years now. Yeah, so I know. Pay attention. There's a lot of footage
1: of you. I bet some clever programmer could like program, like, a matte face to just... Don't put
3: ideas. Don't put ideas. To just, like, be,
1: be a DM.
3: <laughs> yeah, like an AI... Uh, yeah. That's what it DM. looks like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a malfunctioning robot. Sigil, sigil, sigil. That <laughs> <Yeah. sigil. Yeah.
2: laughs>
3: checks out.
0: As you Sounds crest good. the mountains, you see the city is being attacked. Definitely
3: <laughs> um, like the city. Def, definitely attack the city.
0: <laughs> uh, Sam.
3: Yeah,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Cuttlefish333 wants to know, how does... Not how do feel we
2: sorry. <laughs> I believe in you, Kaya. <laughs> Um
0: How does not feel about sitting out most of the fight with the Mero people and Caleb coming close, so close to
1: death? Not feels terrible about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, not what what she wanted or or uh, expected, but. She just didn't want to go in that water, man. You know, it's. it's, I. I. I Not feels awful about it. Sam Regal feels great about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, I I like. Not to like mess with my fellow players, but I love situations where it doesn't look like it's going well or. Yeah. Where we make mistakes or fall into traps or. Or shoot ourselves in the foot. I
2: love all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: But yeah, of course, not feels terrible and uh, and guilty. And yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, the night before, right? If I'm doing my math right, she also got Caleb in trouble for the whole the whole bowl thing. She had, yeah. a, she had a rough night. <laughs> rough couple, <laughs> rough true, couple yeah. days. And,
0: yeah. Do you think it's going to affect her relationship with Caleb? Maybe. They yeah. haven't really uh, talked could, about it. It could really. I'm just thinking, you know, if I came close to death and one of my friends was in the corner eating beef jerky, I'd be... (laughs)
2: Um,
0: Matt, uh, Nutella ice cream. Great, great, great name. How much of adding Kiri was wanting to prove you could pull off Jester's
2: accent? (laughs) Funnily
3: enough, it wasn't at all. And then when (laughs) the moment arose, I was like, you know what, sure. I guess it does give me the opportunity. Yeah. no, I just I I'd, I'd originally wanted there to be a series of possible encounters. Like I've, you've seen me do it when they're traveling and stuff, where I'll I'll occasionally roll to see if they have any sort of weird encounter while they're on the road. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they do. Yeah. Uh, last time we saw it when they came across the the, the same uh, rem- bandits? remaining bandits. Yeah. In the we gotta time. see them
1: again and again and again, <laughs> yeah. right? Please say they're coming
3: back. I it's mean, like like a we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Um, we'll see if you've had a further impact on adjusting their course in life. <laughs> But, uh, but Kiri was one of those encounters that I'd kind of uh, want, I wanted to throw a, a Kenku presence in the world because we yeah. haven't had a chance to do that yet, um, as well as show the opportunity that a lot of ent- a lot of creatures, a lot of, of people are while the armies are moving towards the side of the war, certain people are moving away from it that aren't mm. necessarily you know true members of the empire. Yeah, and so uh, Kiri was designed to be that, and I wanted to have a Kenku presence in there. I thought it'd be a fun role playing encounter. Um, I. But I expected them to half ignore it and they almost did. Yeah. Uh, when they were hearing the sounds in the distance. Yeah. So it was one of those like, you don't know if this is a good or a bad sound. What are you doing? Keep moving. Okay, they'll never know. Yep. But they but they stuck with it and and now, we have a bird and now you daughter. have a bird. You have like a like a six hit point bird daughter. Six hit point.
1: She's a baby practically. I thought that she was a little hardier than that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, man!
3: I don't know what you guys are going to do. We keep bringing her into battle. I know! No! That's like, terrible. I know! <laughs> and
2: I'm going to take the blame. Six yeah. hit points. Wow.
0: Yeah, She's she shouldn't crazy. be anywhere near any of Caleb's fire spells. No. That's <laughs> Is oh, this man. a cone spell? Yeah, uh, I grab Kiri and move her into a cage wow. somewhere.
3: She's got a dagger though, and you guys are teaching her a lot of very That's interesting uh, habits. Sure. She stabbed a lot of things. <laughs> <Yep>. Dagger, dagger, <laughs> dagger. She's got the t shirt. Oh, man, yeah, no. Uh, Kiri was just, I thought it would be a fun encounter, an interesting way of showing kind of those aspects of, of the world uh, around them. Uh, I didn't expect Kiri to, to be around with them this long if they didn't encounter her, and I have no idea what they're going to do with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: you have not presented anyone worthy of taking a bird off our hands. So we're You just guys haven't really looked! That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but we were in that crappy town. Who there is gonna want to take a take a sweet little Kiri? I mean, it's not a, a, a newborn <laughs>
0: baby. It won't
3: need as much care. Maybe and there's a bird orphanage like right
1: around the corner. We never even <laughs> You'll looked. You'll never
3: know. Barrel ah, beds no, behind you. <laughs> Maybe Hupper Duke has better luck. Or just uh, take her with you forever. Yeah. yeah. Upper Raise. Oh my God. That's
0: gonna be stuck in my head. Don't though. say it Thursday instead of Upper Deck. Say don't say upper, upper deck instead of upper deck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you say it during the stream I'm gonna lose my shit. Though. <laughs> Oh, oh man. my God!
2: <laughs> I, almost
0: went out my nose. <laughs> oh. I apologize. <laughs> uh, let's give away some free shit. Let's you do that? Yes! You guys sent in some awesome gifts this week, but like Sam's Emmy category, we can only choose one winner, and it's Sam. Hi! You won gift of the week, buddy. I honey. did. Congratulations! Yeah. Oh Congrats, wow! You win everything. Just kidding. <laughs> oh! Up first, it's gift of the week. That <laughs> <Bam, laughs>
2: oh, yeah.
0: Dagon question make it in? The one about Dagon Thank making it? You? Okay, good. All right. Our winner for episode 23 of Campaign 2 was sent in by James Earl. Yeah. It's just a James Earl. AKA <laughs> <A>. at just <laughs> James <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Let's
1: take a look. I'll run up and fire. The bolt hits. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, no.
0: Do Wait, let do let stop me stop it? Don't. Don't. Just, just keep, keep hitting it. In. it.
2: In. Fire again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Relentless
0: <look>. endurance. <laughs> oh. oh,
1: look at this. See, this is a long gift. It is. going to take a head <laughs> and pop into it.
2: Oh!
1: <laughs> Wake up already.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go the way I planned it. Oh, at, wow. that
0: was good. That was, good. Good that yeah, was epic. We, we liked that one because it had a lot of.
1: Yeah, effects.
0: Razzle and dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, congrats to you, James Earl. You have won this. You did it. Yay! Dalen's. Dalen's? Good question. Dalen's closet t shirt and. Critical role pendant.
1: Yes. Whoa, Back look at that two, zoom. Two. That was
0: that was like a kung fu picture. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> you can submit your gifts for our <laughs> weekly contest by emailing them to what is it, Danny? Submit at talksmachina.com. Excellent. Moving on. Do you
1: have a mic over there now? She does. Yeah. Oh, Yes,
0: nice. finally. <laughs> How about that? Uh, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Not a pyramid wants to know. <laughs> what do you think about that, Max?
1: It's a little square.
0: Not a pyramid. I don't get it. Yeah, he doesn't get it. I don't either. After Kiri repeated part of Not and Caleb's private conversation to the rest of the group, yes, has Not's opinion of her changed?
1: You mean before, when Not thought she was so adorably cute and the cutest little... Innocent little child, but now because of that one thing, not wants to fucking kill her. Yes, that's exactly what they're asking. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Okay, That's, pretty. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> no. She's Dimes. a kid. She doesn't know any better. Yeah. Not should have known better to, to there was a, a recording device in the room, you know? Yeah. She should have known better. But you know, it's hard to get used to this thing that selectively repeats certain information that only is hilarious or well-timed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's hard to live with a soundboard. Yeah. But
3: it's like someone doing this to you. Lesson good. learned. Hard yeah. to live with the soundboard. I think is <laughs> some of the best wisdom you've come
2: up with yeah, in a while. Yeah. There. Chris,
0: how hard is it? Pretty, pretty tough. Pretty tough. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris. Matt, Caddy Wampus asks, Cattywampus. "How stoked are you whenever someone says something dumb and/or reveals secrets in front of Kiri?"
3: Oh, it's the best. I've, I have just a list of notes yeah. of various things I get to pull from. It is very much a soundboard. You guys yeah. are just filling my soundboard and yeah. I get to mess with them. So it's exciting. Uh, I have to stop myself from being in the moment when yeah. it hits me. Like Half of the time I'm paying attention to try and listen for possible fun things to say, and then the other half I'm just absorbed in the story. So occasionally I'm like, oh, wait, what did they say? I don't remember. Yeah. Damn it. Um, but no, it's, it's been a blast.
0: Have you ever thought about hiring a scribe to sit under the table there and take furious notes for you <laughs> so you, you can just focus on making sure you get the rules right?
3: Uh, that's never going to happen.
0: Yeah, good idea. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you have your leg warmers down there and sure. then you have, he puts his feet in one of those things. Ooh, that, the vibrating yes, things. Yeah, yes. I love those That's yeah. from Sharper Image. Mm, sharper Image, things. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey anyone out there at Sharper Image if you want to sponsor <laughs> oh, I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Sam. Uh, legally get us out of what I just said with an answer to this question by <laughs> Islander Scaper. What was going through Knot's head when Kiri began repeating elements of her backstory?
1: Is landerscaper maybe? Maybe they're maybe they're a landscaper? Why are you wasting time uh, questioning <laughs> I wasn't how
0: I pronounced
1: the well, name? I obviously Knot's got head it. When Kiri began repeating elements of her backstory. <clears throat> oh, um uh what was going through not's head was no, please stop. Stop don't, immediately. Don't <laughs> say it, don't say that word. No. Was it
0: was it enough information coming out that made you want to get aggressive at any point or was that not in your was uh, it like?
1: I don't think she would ever get aggressive against uh, a bird, little little Riri, Kiwi. Um, but uh, but no, no, it was just a little panic. I don't think not likes a lot of attention on herself mm. uh, in in many circumstances, and that drew unnecessary attention and uh, to to her to her to her history. And I don't I don't know if she loves everyone to know everything about her. Yeah, interesting, but. It's going to come out sooner or later, so good job, Kiri. Good yeah. job. Good job. <laughs> That's Matt's Aww. way of pushing the story along. <laughs> Hurry up, man. Get it yeah, out. Yeah, I, I applauded. Yeah, again, as, as Sam Regal, I think that was mm. brilliant. I'm proud you guys. Yeah, That's I love fun. it. I love it. That's the fun. What I was thinking
0: about earlier, Matt, uh, Carrie Barry Gamer says, how much has, does Dagon influence your Kiri mannerisms? For oh, tremendous. For those who don't know, Dagon don't is know Dagon Matt Marisha's, is. Marisha's bird. Oh, I do
1: know well, Dagon. Well, if you, know you this, would I come to any me. of the... I thought that was a <laughs> reference to a movie or something.
3: No, I don't it's not. Know. Yes, I know your Just bird. Just a reference
0: to a member of their family. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's okay, she, she can be a bitchy at times. Um, Dagon, yeah, I, I mean, I've, being a, me. owner, you, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, being a bird owner, you, be careful. Being a bird owner, you pick up on so many mannerisms that you didn't before. Yeah. I, I've learned to, to love birds, you know, I, I didn't think I'd ever have a bird as a pet growing up. I was always a cat and dog family growing up, so it was mm. like a bird, <clears throat> okay, I guess and uh, birds are amazing. I had no idea they had so much personality. So yeah, having Dagon for a while kind of helped me pick up on those mannerisms and that was part of the reason me picking the Kenku was uh, a fun opportunity to kind of play in that space and see if I can, you know, utilize some of that knowledge in in raising her.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I miss Dagon, Dagon's great. I know. Uh, Sam, Wormstash Inc. wants to know, not let Bo take care of Caleb after the troll fight. Is she starting to trust the rest of the Mighty Nine more, or is Bo the exception? Since Caleb seemed to trust her with his backstory,
1: I think that Bo is the exception, and Bo has weirdly proven herself to be trustworthy and uh, hasn't spilled the beans about what was said to her, and has been keeping an eye on Caleb. It seems like, and has been protective and. Has been weirdly sensitive to him, even though sometimes she can be abrasive. Yeah, um, sometimes, 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 always. (laughs) But still, she not can tell it comes from a place of caring, or at least, you know, teammateness. Yeah, (laughs) teammateness.
2: Teammateness. How
0: proud are you as a DM to hear him say (laughs) (laughs) teammateness? Confused. Come a long ways. <laughs> yeah. Come a long ways. Yeah. Still a few more miles to go before we're home.
1: Before <laughs> yeah. uh, Any more? No, sir, okay. I want to see you give away this next thing.
0: All right, well, our next giveaway is for you fans that create and send in incredible art from Moments During Critical Worlds Fan Art of the Week. <laughs> This week's fan art winner was sent in by Josh Freeman, aka at ObeyMyBrain. Let's take a look.
2: Oh, oh
1: wait, yes. this wasn't this just like yesterday or today? This is so good.
3: Yeah, it was wow. recent. I love it. The
1: croc. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't notice Yasha's expression.
3: Oh, it's so good. And for those who haven't been to the Haunted Mansion, uh, or seeing the Haunted Mansion art at any of the Disney parks, this is directly yes. a reference to that, and it's yes. really well done. Yeah, it's so cool. Rest in peace, dear beloved Lucian. There's That's So great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's so awesome.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: That turned out really well. Such a good recreation. Thanks to everyone who submitted, and congrats to you. You have won this.
2: Box <gasps> yes. Machina
0: Origins comic, signed by the cast Wait, Pickle signed?
2: Roll. Oh Sucked my gosh! Finish.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. It slices, it dices. Spoilers! Just kidding. <laughs> uh, a reminder for those who submit, please include how you'd like to be credited if you win. And just a reminder that our giveaways are currently only available to people in the US, Canada, excluding Quebec, moving on. This is beautiful. I may just I may just read this now.
1: Okay, you want <laughs> us to just carry on? Well, why don't you guys Should do we? some of the voices? No, I'm okay. kidding.
0: <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I
2: apologize.
0: Uh, <laughs> Thursday night, that was so great. Such a good little Deadwood reference. Oh my god. Uh, NFL D nerd. Travis. Travis has a question for you, Matt. <laughs> were you expecting the party to immediately go after the Venom Troll? How close were they to dying if they didn't
3: get slowed by Caleb? Oh, that was, yeah, that would have been bad <laughs> uh, for Ford especially. I mean, they would have taken it out, but they probably would have lost somebody. Oof. Um, or I mean, very close. It's one of the, the Venom Troll is one of my favorite creatures in the new uh, Tome of Foes because it has one of those essentially punishing to melee capabilities, and so it it leads to a lot of very tactical combat for a party that is somewhat melee heavy, like this one is. Yeah. This Uh, is
1: a brand new monster?
3: Uh, came out relatively Yeah, recently, it's from yeah. Mordecai's oh.
1: Tomb
0: of Foils, <laughs> or whatever you were calling it for three weeks. Yeah. yeah Mordecai's yeah. Room of Toes. <laughs> room of Toes. Yeah. That's a yeah, good
3: monster. Room uh, of Toads. Uh, the Room of Toes. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. yeah. Little, yeah. Uh, you need a toe? I can get you a toe. <clears throat> but no, I, I I wasn't sure if they were going to go back for it. <clears throat> you know, I was like, well, they know it's dangerous. They they could probably sneak by, That I had prepared just in case. I didn't expect them to throw the dynamite in there. And, yeah. Blubbed the area. Um, Definitely, uh, yeah. They, I wasn't expecting to go right for it, and they, they did a good job of doing a lot of damage before it could get up into the fray. Yeah. In um,
1: retrospect, we could have done so much better. Like, it was in a closed space, we could have trapped it in there, we could have set the place on fire. Yeah, there were we there a lot have, of options. We could have done all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Even just that simple, like, that saran wrap trick where, yeah. where, you, where they just walk into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that was easy. <laughs> yeah, anything, but no. Instead, yeah. I threw in the weakest stick of dynamite ever, and then we all scrambled around <laughs> in the mud while it tried to kill
3: us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <He> like threw
1: <laughs> an M80 <laughs> in there.
3: <air>. Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, it still took like <clears throat> like a, two. Well, no. Well, you you rolled two uh, for that one, and then it uh, was it was a three d six damage, and then it was oh. sheed, so it did it did double damage to the tree around it, which yeah. so just out blew apart.
1: Uh, uh, way more damage to the, to the tree and to me than the troll. Uh,
3: equivalent to you in the troll. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Just as shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam. Yo, G. Drunk, drunk Grafinski asks, which is stronger, Knots' love for Caleb or Sam's love for Liam? Oh, boy.
1: I would have to say uh, Sam's love for Liam, because Liam kisses back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's so true, though, he does. Uh, I'd say Sam's love for Liam.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, no,
1: I. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. 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 I've known Liam uh, like half my life now. Yeah.
0: All work, no bay.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Um, Matt, going back to talking about dynamite, actually, from yeah. a minute ago. Brett Bartle says, with dynamite being introduced into this campaign, do you think you'll have to prepare for your builds to be destroyed more often?
3: It depends on if they can get their hands on more of it and find it a, a viable means of. You know, I'm going after uh, <laughs> elements of the battlefield. How rare is it? Have you talked about that yet? No, uh, I mean, it's like any of, any uh, you know black powder-based materials are still relatively fresh. Um, uh, in fact, finding it in the mines, it's, probably, it's more recent discovery hmm. for use of that purpose and blasting mines and everything beneath the ground. Um, but uh, it's out there. We're yeah. in a, We're in a town now with some guns. If there was a town to find some, this would be the one probably. Right. Um, it, but also keep in mind there are dangers to using it uh-huh. and uh, rolling poorly in uh-huh. attempting to throw it. Uh, fuses can have radically different uh, periods depending on how well you trim it or if you don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 kind of a fun little. Uh, little yeah. mini game if mm. you will if they wanted to utilize it. Yeah. But then you have to think about what's what's the best way to to open a combat if you wanted to. Mm. Is the is the dynamite more useful to throw in like they did with that battle or is it more better? Is it better for outside of combat uses? And even then how expensive is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how many people want to give it away or its functional use? We'll see. Yeah.
0: You know, is it the kind where if you shake it it explodes so you got to be careful when you're
1: traveling, you know? There's there's a kind of dynamite where you shake it and it explodes. We'll find out.
2: What? <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat>
1: the old shaky explosion dynamite. Shake
0: weight. <laughs> uh, Sam. Yes, sir. Running Wolf nineteen asks, does not secretly wish she could tell Caleb everything that's going on with
1: her? For sure she does. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Is it
0: a timing thing or is it more of you still letting the relationship build?
1: Well, a lot of times on our show, it's finding a, a downtime yeah. moment yeah. where everyone isn't making dick or drug jokes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we can actually just have a serious conversation. Um, but yeah, just finding a quiet moment, a quiet time. But yeah, I think Nott would tell Caleb whatever he asked. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and there's been some some moments that they've had together where Caleb just hasn't asked anything. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Caleb needs to do some
1: more inquiring. Needs to do some Marisha digging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah that's an
3: inquisitive monk. That she
1: is. wants to know everything,
3: yep. and I love her for it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's part of her character. I yeah. love it. It's been it's been really fun to have a character that just like yeah. yo, tell me
1: what's what's up with you. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: How'd you get that scar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Bullshit. Talk about it. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Why's your face like that?
1: Why does your face look like that? Yeah.
0: Uh, Matt. Yes. Fire and Ice wants to know oh, what ice. made you decide to play the Ford patron scenes regarding the cat's eye in front of all the players instead
3: of just one on one. Because, from the storytelling standpoint, it would have. It was more visceral for me to have it. Happen immediately in the moment, as opposed to having to go through the process telling everyone to leave hmm. and come back. And uh, as we're going along with the story, those mystery moments, I'm picking and choosing. Yeah, because now the players have an inkling that things are going on between different characters, and unless it's really important information for that character and solely that character to know, I don't see the harm in letting other players be present, trusting that they can role play. Uh, you know, and not metagame their character knowledge of that scenario. Yeah. Um, so I, I pick and choose. You know, earlier in the campaign, I was kind of, because all the characters were mystery to each other, but now they're all learning little bits yeah. about each other, and they're starting to open up a little bit. It's not as necessary, uh, in some circumstances. Yeah. So, and for that moment, I thought it was more fun to kind of play it up because it was them. It was him having this this vision, and them also watching him just kind of space out, and then take this thing and jam it into his abdomen. And yeah, it yeah. made for a good visceral smash cut to the party around, going, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. So. yeah.
0: I imagine you have to keep track of everyone's backstory, and, <laughs> yeah. and obviously coming up with all the different threads and stuff within the campaign. How how much of a, how big a part of your process is that?
2: Uh, for this for this group, it's yeah. pretty big,
3: uh, only because they write such great characters, and uh, I want elements of those, you know, those stories to affect the story they play through. Yeah. Um, and some some will come to more fruition more recently. Others will be prob Sometimes long game. There are some backstories that I don't think will, you know, really not even say resolve, but come to a head until probably much later in the campaign, just by the nature of their story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it excites me to, to drop threads as we go. It engages and ties their experience to the world that I've built, so they don't feel this entirely separate, removed entity. Yeah. And it, to me, it always feels to the player that the stakes are higher when the story that they wrote and that they're living uh, is affecting the active world around them. Mm. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to build the story entirely around them, mm-hmm. but give the option for them to resolve elements of character backstory, give them the option to feel like that they are part of this world that's living and breathing. yeah, and if they choose to pursue threads, let them carry it and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if not, drop little hints about how the elements of their story might be uh, damaging or at least creating more mystery about where they came from. yeah, so yeah, it's 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 a unique balance to try and like focus on the story I want to tell and you know where they're going, and then lay out the tracks in front of them based on the choices they make and the direction <laughs> they go. But also figuring out when, Based on their travel, would be a good time to to drop a thread and be like, mm. you could possibly mm-hmm. look into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of these characters. I've had moments. Where I'm like, ooh, I could bring this thing. I could bring this thing. I can bring this thing in, and I'm like, Hold, nope, holding off. Wait until a moment comes there, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're close enough to a location or an NPC that's you know part of that story. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see as it plays out. It's a lot. There's a lot going on up here. Yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna go crazy. Yeah, um, eventually, in a couple of years. Yeah,
0: we'll squeeze kinda... every dollar out of you that we can before you do, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: that's why we're friends, Brian. <laughs> I know I can trust you. <laughs>
0: uh, Sam. Yo. Uh, Paxfer asks, uh, how do you feel about Molly accepting the bandit's apologies even after they damaged not so much? Uh,
1: I mean. Did Molly, I mean, is that what happened? <laughs> Molly just, like, said okay. Well, what are we gonna do, kill them?
0: Molly said, which one did you hurt? And they were like, the little goblin girl, and he was
1: like, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we're not gonna kill them all, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. Guess- we could have, I suppose. Oh, yeah. But they just seem so dumb. Yeah. They should just go. Yeah, <laughs> they we should just go. They should just be fine and just go. Should just They're walk too off dumb to hurt. <laughs> so I think it's okay, I mean. I, I, if left up to not, I'm sure she would have had a, a dealt a, a harsher punishment, but it's mm. fine. It's yeah. fine. They're harmless.
0: Yeah. Too dumb to be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say about me around here. <laughs> Zundax has a question for you, Matt. Did the party's excitement for Humperdinck, I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that. It's, <laughs> did, the, did the party's excitement for Humperduke influence your design of the town, or did you know what kind of place it would be before they ever heard the name?
3: I knew what kind of place it would be, uh, loosely fleshed out. Yeah. Then, as we, you know, played through the campaign, I'm, I'm fleshing out different towns and stuff. So once, once they really kind of let it known that this is a place we would like to eventually go, uh, you know, as a DM, you take that hint and begin fleshing that out fleshing even further because that, that seems like a out. very possible future destination. So uh, so I had, a, I had a loose idea of what I wanted it to be, and then as they began to hone in on that as an eventual destination, I began to flesh it out further and further. Has there been a time when
0: they said, oh, we want to go here, and you haven't had time to like really flesh it out, and then you've just done it on the spot,
3: uh, describing it- where they end up? In this campaign, not so much, because yeah. thankfully, they're at the speed of foot and horse. Yeah. Um, that helps. Yeah. So earlier mm-hmm. campaigns, it's a lot easier to develop based on the pace they're going. But as when you're thing s- later on. Yeah, when you, as you saw on the end of the last campaign, when they can just teleport around the world, then it becomes uh, a real issue of, yeah. Of, of, yeah. of, okay, well, you're going there, let's, yeah. let's see what comes up. That's yeah. happened a number of times in the last campaign. <laughs> do,
1: you just, do you just start describing cities from movies you've seen or <laughs> there's a uh, yellow brick road and yeah. uh, there's a lot of lollipops and a yep. uh, little little uh, little lollipop guild comes up to you and yeah.
0: <laughs> essentially I mean it's a bunch of newspaper boys and they're all singing with hats <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: kind of how it is like uh, you I, I and for people who are DMing in the similar situation or watching this like make a bold choice that makes it stand out against other places they've been um, uh, you know, it You it, it, it can be a very basic town, but have something about it that makes it unique or different from other yeah. destinations they've traveled past. Whether it be a conflict that's happening, or a unique part of the social structure, or uh, some. Raver gnomes. Or Raver gnomes. Raver that gnomes. works too. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't wait for this Thursday. I know, uh. I'm so excited. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, in those situations, you just kind of make it up as you go. You, you instinctually make choices based on what makes sense for where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, and you just improvise the rest of it. It's reactionary, honestly. Like, ask the players. Like, well, what are you looking for? Uh, well, we're in the city. We're, uh, is there, are we? Do you see any inns or taverns around? And you can be like, you do. You see these two you know, taverns nearby. They seem to be competing, and they have people on both sides that are staring each other down uh, and are trying to, you know, poach uh, customers from the other side. Yeah. That is all reactionary. Those taverns didn't exist until the players said they're looking for a tavern. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you're ever in that space where you're like, I don't know what to tell them, don't be afraid to ask the players what they're looking for. Yeah. And then yes, and based on what they're requesting or seeking. Right. And then you just kind of let it unfurl. It's it's like watching the fog, you know, a fog of war slowly dissipate as you're creating it together with the party. Yeah. It, it's it's a really it's one of my favorite moments in Dming actually mm. is is when you're uh, bereft of any real preparation and you're Having to make it up on the spot yeah. and and do so with a competence that uh, does not reveal <laughs> your in absolute terror. insecurity yeah. and terror. Yeah. In the moment, yeah, yeah, you do a good job of hiding it. Uh, I hope
0: so until the break when you start sweating, yeah. And yeah. crying, and throwing shit yeah. at Max and everybody,
1: vomiting yeah. everywhere, uh, vomiting, vomiting everywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Sam, yes, Jtiff Games says the following. Save Brian from thinking of a segue with an answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever practice for your ads ahead of time or do you just write the script and wing it?
1: Practice for my ad, like like say it out loud. I guess he means do I Yeah, like, your I, like D&D read Beyond it out loud. The, uh, I mean for the D&D Beyond theme song or things where it's like, I have to perform something. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll rehearse it in my head or in the car or whatever. A couple I
0: think they're times. asking if you write them ahead of time or if you come up with them on the spot. Most oh, of time. Yeah, I definitely the ones write with them props, ahead of, you definitely write. I
1: write them ahead of time. How far ahead of time? Um, ahead of time? In the car. All sometimes over the here. day the day of. Usually, like well, not usually. Sometimes the day of at l- like lunch, because uh, I have a one o'clock to two o'clock break that day.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but then recently, I've been trying to do it on. On like Tuesday or Monday nights, just so I don't have to like stress about it on, during the day on Thursday. <laughs> so like, uh, for instance, the one for this week I, I wrote today, uh, and uh, and I think that JTiff Games will like it awesome. because it kind of is about what what his question is. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Ooh, interesting! <laughs> Look at
2: that.
0: Now so I that's can't wait. There's shit. I, yeah. there was a lot of people who weren't gonna watch this Thursday, but now they that's are.
3: True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the mystery. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, Matt yes. uh, Sketty on Toast has a question about <laughs> one of the definitely the standout NPCs of the campaign so far. The gentleman is one of the most interesting characters I've seen from Critical Role. Was there any specific inspiration behind him?
2: Uh,
3: Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please go, no. Uh, he, no, I wouldn't say a specific like, character. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to create a character that is, who works outside of the law, but isn't an archetypical villainous thief lord, you know, yeah. uh, an individual who's the overall businessman. And uh, is, is doing does what it takes to, to make sure his business runs smoothly, mm. has an eye open for opportunity and talented individuals and bringing them into the fold mm. And uh, yeah it's that, it was and then from there I wanted to make him seem unique against the world too is not just make him a typical human thief you know or yeah. a, a, an underbelly boss. And so that was kind of where the ideas of his, uh, his He's sweaty. His lineage, yeah, real, real sweaty, real sweaty guy, yeah. Um, and his personality, yeah. I wanted him to be charismatic, but also domineering. Mm. Um, you know, very, very welcoming until you begin to cross the threshold of comfort or a line of of personal business aesthetic. In which case, he'll put you right back in your place and make sure you know who's that's in how charge. you're
0: with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Well,
3: actually, that's where I got the inspiration.
2: Oh, there it I is. Knew you it. got it, I me. Knew it.
0: <laughs> Matt. Constantly going. And that's far enough. That's enough. Okay.
3: Stay, stay put,
0: Brian. Um, that's a great answer, uh, Sam. This <laughs> question comes from Finkel is Einhorn, <laughs> fifty-five, <laughs> Ace Ventura reference. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, does not still think her old tribe is a threat to her now that she's obviously grown in power and has made some equally powerful friends. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm.
0: that old group still a threat to her?
1: I don't, I mean, I think she uh, she is reluctant to go uh, confront them, uh, because that's a scary thing to, you know, like go home. Um, and uh, But yeah, I think she feels a little bit more prepared now that she has some allies and some, more fighting ability and stuff like that, in case in case things go badly. Um, but I think she's just hesitant to to confront old old demons and old memories like that for for all kinds of different reasons. Not just because she's like physically scared. Yeah. But, but it would just be you know a lot yeah. a lot to handle. But but yeah, I, I'm hmm. I'm eager to see. Uh, I assume. That confrontation will happen at some point, or at least I would love love it if it did. So yeah, well, I'm eager for that.
0: I'm eager for more of Knot's backstory for sure. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see if it if it comes about naturally or not takes the charge to want to pursue it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too is like a lot of these character backstories um, are open for them to pursue if they ever feel the character need is there. Mm-hmm. And depending on when they engage with it, you know, it'll change kind of the circumstances of how it comes about. Yeah, we just so.
1: went by my old town on yeah. the road and. And I was, I was, I was thinking like, oh, maybe we should detour now. But but we, had, we're, there's a timetable. We have to complete our mission within a month, and mm. it's gonna take a week or two just to get up there. And yeah. so I was like, well, maybe we'll just Later on. stay on the, on the path back, sure. All
3: the on go. the way back. On yeah. the way back. We're heading yeah. back home. Yeah. Yeah. We're off the road.
1: Yeah. Pick up my laundry, kill my yeah. goblin tribe.
3: <laughs> yeah. See if
1: there's any mail. I mean, if yeah. I'm on the east side already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well
0: pick up some taffy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt, atomic uh, robo-tesla wants to know. Wow. <laughs> That's a name. That's pretty good, right? Is Wildmount's gun technology partially developed from Percy's achievements Ooh. shared by Ripley and C1? or did those, these developments independently parallel in and kill things in a crazy dangerous manner zeitgeist? Uh, no, uh, the firearms are a
3: direct result of Percy yeah. creating the Yeah, awesome. campaign. Ah, that's a good deal. Um, yeah, it was, it was depending on, on whenever they decided to engage Ripley, if they had stopped Ripley and Whitestone originally and didn't let her escape, that um, led to the whole confrontation later, and by then she'd been out and about and been able to disseminate the plans for it and actually sell off some weaponry and uh, she did so in places of heavy trade, Marquette specifically. Uh, so at that point, the Pandora's Box was open. Uh, but the last campaign was very, very minuscule. It was just a handful of designs mm-hmm. and, and actual created firearms. 20 years later now, the technology uh, exists, but the materials required to proper, and the knowledge to properly uh, you know, create the necessary components to, to, to create a firearm are still very difficult to to amass or do properly on a larger scale, which is why it's uh, what you've seen the, the little times you've seen in Wildmount. They're usually only for elements of the military, and like you saw in uh Duke, yeah. Since that that's <clears throat> where largely it's created within the Empire. Yeah. Um, they have it within their own local t- town guard or crown's guard. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a direct result of, of Percy's story and his inability to keep the technology under wraps.
0: Yeah. On a on a related note, someone asked uh, D. Kohler asked, "How much joy do you get from Taliesin's face every time you bring up the fact that firearms
3: firearms are present in Wildmount?" Oh, it makes me yeah. so happy. <laughs> yeah. makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, one of one 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 of the more subtle consequences of the last campaign is creeping into the current one. Um, so yeah, it's it. it, it it brings me much joy. Yeah,
2: I bet. <laughs> so cool.
3: It's a lot better than his vicious mockery. Mm-hmm.
2: I know.
3: Oh. Sure. Of <laughs> 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 Watching him just brain melt like in the middle <laughs> of that last week was amazing. What words yeah. were those? I don't I don't know. Know. Dude, so great. Sometimes you come out of the gate and realize you didn't put your pants on. You know, it just committed to it so
1: hard. Well, damn
3: right. If there's anything we've learned as performers, it's that it doesn't matter if you're doing yeah. a good job, you yeah. commit.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: You finish and walk away. (laughs) It's like trying to figure out cannibal corpse lyrics. (laughs) Right, Chris? Yeah. Uh, Sam, we've only got time for one more question, and it's going to come from Lee574. Do you miss giving inspiration as a bard at all, as far as the songs and limericks, et cetera?
1: Of course I do. I definitely miss giving inspiration, and uh, my own, I have insecurities about this. I feel like I, I want to be able to do more on the battlefield other than just shoot, shoot crossbow bolts. So I'm, I'm always on the lookout for other things I can do. I love that Tasha's hideous laughter. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna keep on looking for other things I can do to be more useful to my. Although I I realize I am a damage dealer and I should keep dealing damage. I mean, that (laughs) that is
3: the character you build. Yes. But (laughs) but I think Arcane Trickster was a good path for you if if that's what you really wanted to do because it it does open up more opportunities for illusion and enchantment-based magic. Hideous laughter is no joke, even at the higher levels. Yeah? Uh, If if you can find a creature that has either really bad luck or a low wisdom, like, it's pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah. Like a level one spell, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, but I do miss giving inspiration.
3: It's the ultimate yeah. go-to. Well, just yeah. send not to a Bard College and uh, sure, you know sure. <laughs> you can take, yeah, you
2: know,
3: just seems like multi-class. the uh, Seems like the most imminent path
0: for her. This is like a yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that yeah. Minus, yeah.
3: What's what's was it minus,
2: minus three, three, charisma,
0: minus three yeah. charisma? That'd
3: be yeah. I think you take inspiration away from people. <laughs> I think it's how yeah.
0: it works. Maybe yeah, like they, the they grade on a curve.
2: <laughs> I'll be
3: okay. Maybe you could
0: suck the inspiration from someone and then give it to someone
3: else, you know? Yeah, roll roll a d6 and and lower your attack roll by that much. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh. Reverse inspiration. (laughs) Reverse, yeah. Perspiration. 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 Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Matt, I'm going to sneak this one in here. Anari Joker asks, what's your favorite Mighty Nine voice to mimic as Kiri? Oh man, well,
3: uh, uh, partially Jester because Mm. it's just funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, all y'all made fun of me for it.
3: Technically, uh, technically, um, not's always fun because it's just shrill and ridiculous. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually for, the, for, the, for like the handful, like one or two, I've done Ford. Yeah, That's Ford's fun it's
1: cause funny cause it's coming just, out of Kyrie. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. You know, it's yeah. just sort of making sure it's okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think those are my those are my favorites. I think.
0: Yeah. Someone had a question tonight, we didn't get to it, but about if the not voice is hard on your throat. Not at all. It's not?
1: No, it's not at all. Yeah. It's mostly falsetto, so it yeah. doesn't really hurt at all.
0: And that's what you usually talk in off camera
3: anyway.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. <yes. laughs> it's like Mike Tyson on the time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. a big inspiration for not yeah, as a character actor. Yeah, right? Mike Tyson. Uh, well.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, that's all the time we have for tonight. Uh, stick around for Talks Machina after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would like to hashtag thank my guest. courtesy this week of Add. Remix, remix, missed. Rx, missed. <laughs> stabby cow, stabby crow, voicer. Okay. That's good, stabby like crow, that. voicer. Okay. Yeah. Boomstick, non-lethal. Oh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. And I'm your host, Projectile D- Tears. Cost extra. <laughs> you didn't see that episode. Nope. Critical Role Campaign Two, Episode Twenty Four <laughs> airs Whoa. this week. Damn, we're twenty-four, 24. already. Doot. Yeah. Doot. Almost Doot. a syndication, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> almost.
0: Almost. Uh, until then, please don't forget to love each other and don't worry, it's almost Thursday. Stay turnt, my friends.
2: Stay turnt!
0: Welcome back. For all of our viewers on Alpha and later on Verve, this is Talks Mocking After Dark. Welcome.
1: Thank you. That was a low energy intro. <laughs> that was It's
0: time. chill, man. It's after dark yeah. oh, we yeah. have to be quiet. We're just a little bit more mm. <sighs> girl. <sighs> soaking it is. Nice. Mm, hey Brian. Girl. You got any questions over there? I got some good ones, man. Do you? On my generic tablet device. Oh yeah. Uh, well okay then asks <laughs> Which attraction would you all like to see in Critical Role land?
1: Oh wow.
3: Oh man!
0: Uh, I, wow. Vex's I would like to see worms. what
2: Vex's flying brooms.
0: Vex's flying brooms. It would be cool if there was a water fly, uh, water slide that ended in a bathtub with uh, with Vex and Percy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: gonna say have like a like a Splash Mountain type ride, but you're yeah. in a big goldfish. Yeah, that goes over. <laughs> that
0: would be sick. <laughs> be yeah, fun. you're all in a goldfish.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, they have a whole ride that's that's uh, kind of like the Harry Potter ride, but it's you at the Battle of Umbrasil, and then you get teleported by Scamlin into the body oh of my Umbrasil, God. and that would be amazing. It'd be pretty fun, like
1: a like a three D immersive thing. Yeah, like, like Soren. Like,
3: yeah, or like you know, the old Back to the Future ride they used to <laughs> oh, have. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the Terry
3: Dunk
1: Tank, because
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know nice. he'd be a heckler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man. Uh, CD88 asks, everyone including Brian, is there a city in the real world you like to visit because you think it has a funny name? Lake Titicaca.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> is that a city? It's uh, a lake. It's a lake.
1: It's yeah, just... it's a lake. Let's see, What are some? Uh, there was a town in Virginia called Short Pump I liked, just because it was weird, but it didn't sound funny.
3: <laughs> yeah. There, uh, there's that one city. There's oh, Zizix. The Zix is interesting. Yeah. yeah, All the way to Vegas. Yeah. yeah every yeah. time I see it, I just think like a. I feel like that was a creature in rifts that you could fight. Mm-hmm. These like alien like insect things that would come out of a rift. Anyway, Whoa. tangent. Um, there's that one video of the. I want to say he's a newscaster or a weather weatherman in. In Europe somewhere, I want to say Ireland or Scotland or somewhere, and he pronounces the town name, but the town name is.
0: Oh yeah, you can't understand and a thing that, that guy says. I yeah. know what
3: you're talking about. Yeah, it sounds sounds like he's he's. Come hap- like the, the stone. Yeah, he's like slowly gaining brain damage.
1: volcano? Is that what it is? It's oh. town of Wales,
3: I think. Yes, yeah, town of Wales. Uh, it's Welsh, and it's just the name is. Like, it's incredible. Holy I want shit. to go there. And just uh, go to like their tourist center. Oh yeah. And tell me about your town. Oh, wait, we have an yeah. answer.
1: We have an answer. We
3: have an answer from the uh, Peanut oh, Gallery. We do,
0: ladies. Uh, do you, you want to try, or do you want to try? Want How how's to it pronounced? Here, why don't you just? Oh, we're yeah. Fly it in. Fly, fly it into the guy who's so good at pronouncing things.
1: How's your Welsh <laughs> accent? Hey. It's getting there.
0: Hey. No, I meant me. I thought she was oh. bringing it to me. No, you're great <laughs> at pronouncing okay. things. Yeah,
3: let Matt do Whoa, it, please. Oh,
1: that's crazy. So
3: it's. Excuse me, all of our our Welsh. Them uh, on on it's that's that's no. That's no. Not.
0: That's no. <laughs> it's uh was it? That's how long it is. <laughs> Good
1: God. God! Look at Oh, it d- has a pronunciation guide underneath. <laughs>
0: oh, it does. Oh yeah, read that. Okay.
3: Lanvir Poulgwin Gilogre Où Quirin Landus What do you think the locals call it?
0: Llama lands uh, Bakersfield? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Bakersfield, that. Bakersfield,
3: wow. Nebraska. So I want to go there to answer your question. Yeah. Uh, congratulations.
0: Yeah, that place. Yeah, Sam. Freakazoid thirteen, if not had a Tinder profile, what would her bio
1: say? Oh man. Uh, Okay, first of all, uh, what does your bio usually say on Tinder? Is it long or short? Uh,
0: (laughs)
3: Max Tinder, I don't know what it is. I I, I locked into a relationship before Tinder was a thing, so Uh. I don't know. Max
0: just says, "I hate my job."
3: (laughs) You don't have to swipe either way.
1: How would she describe herself? Looking for other, I I don't, I don't, I don't know.
0: Short, green, short,
1: looking for mean. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Short, green, looking for mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, Buy me a drink and I'm yours. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, This is for you guys, uh, for both of you from Hoyd. One of the themes that emerged organically from the last campaign was family. Mm-hmm. While we realize this is early, based on your experiences, what are some of the important themes that you've observed during the second campaign thus far?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I think, I think for one thing, most campaigns, in my experience, eventually become a family of some sort. They can be of varying levels of closeness. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if this campaign eventually touches on some of the themes. Uh, but themes we've seen emerge so far—the
1: one that I've seen emerge clearly um, for most of us uh, is uh, identity. Mm. Oh yeah, like who we are and who we want to be, and uh, I think that's going to be like a driving force behind lots of the lots of the plot development yeah. and stuff.
3: I think regret mm. and making amends uh, are other themes that have come up already in this campaign. Identity is going to be a huge element of this campaign, based on what all, how you guys developed your characters. Um, I think, so far, themes of learning to accept help from others have definitely has definitely been a consistent Trust, theme. Yeah. Trust has been a huge thing that's that's still developing. Um, we, have, we have a large group of people that all, in, in their own way, have been hurt mm-hmm. and are all mm-hmm. kind of. Learning whether or not they're willing to let somebody else in, and that's been kind of fascinating to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, those are some of the big, big themes that have happened.
0: Uh, yeah, it's been interesting
3: yeah. to watch people
0: make decisions from broken places, and then seeing how those decisions affect people around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then seeing how that actually brings people closer together too.
3: Yeah, well, in a weird way, like the the Mighty Nine uh, are a little more realistic than Vox Machina were in some ways. I mean, Vox Machina are definitely had their own damage, of course, but they were still very heroic uh, archetypes. the mm-hmm. um, Classically heroic. This campaign, everyone's coming from a very uniquely shattered place.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, I think in many ways, it's, it's much more human and much more uh, Subtly complicated. Yeah, um, I love it. I'm I'm so excited to see where it goes from here. You know, I I, I who sees the whole tapestry of all these crazy stories and, and yeah. Well, you know, uh, I it's fascinating. when we
1: play, the, usually the next night, Friday night, I tell my son who's six now what happened in the game. Uh, it's his bedtime story, and he always has questions. But a lot of them are like, wait what was the sword with the eye? What does that mean? Or what was the dream? What, what is that? What does that mean? i like, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, how could you not know? You're in it. And I'm like, I don't know. And he says, does Matt Mercer know? <laughs> Every time, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, Matt
3: yeah. knows. No. I know. The answer to that
1: question
0: is always yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Um,
0: that's really interesting, yeah.
3: <laughs> Tell him I say hi.
0: I will. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to circle back on that question you know down the, down the line when we get yeah. super far because we're gonna have we'll see those themes flushed out a lot more probably but then we'll other ones will have have appeared and started woven oh, yeah. themselves and who knows what
3: those will be like it's, yeah. it's I'm really excited to see and I say this often like I'm you know, I'm excited to see where it goes because I don't know what choices you guys are gonna make I don't know how how circumstances or paths you're on right now are going to continue or diverge or shatter or what and I think there's just so many possibilities. I have no idea where it can possibly go. I have ideas of places I want to, you know, hopefully introduce down the road, mm-hmm. but but I have no idea when or if we'll get to them. Yeah. and That's exciting to me.
1: The fate of the world will hinge on that bandit troop that
3: keeps... <laughs> <laughs> you laugh now. Yeah. I am Trevor! <laughs> <laughs> you laugh now. Well, not Trevor, Trevor's gone. Oh, okay, Trevor is ashes. <laughs> yep. Okay, <good. laughs>
1: that's what we think.
0: That's what we think. Dun 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 dun.
1: dun, dun. Uh, Sam.
0: Yo yo. Lawful goo.
1: Nice. Could be Watson. a title. Could be awesome.
0: Could be awesome. Oh look Watson. at
1: that! Oh. Oh no. Oh wow! Am I in it? Oh, you're I in on it? it. Oh no! Oh, this is the stuff. Oh night. wow! Look at that! That's so cool. Oh no!
3: <laughs> oh. Uh, 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 this is some outer limit shit. Uh.
1: Is it lined up right?
3: Eat from yeah. my hand.
1: Wait, you can see my mouth? No. <laughs> oh. How about now? <laughs> oh, God. oh no, that looks terrible. Oh, we can't show
0: that. We can't show that, I'm sorry. We can't show that on the air, I'm so sorry. Uh, Sam, if they met, what would not like to steal from Terry on
1: Everything. <laughs> everything Terry on has is shiny. Yeah. And magic. Even his, and, even his gorgeous blonde oh my hair. God, everything except for that stupid book. Who needs that? Oh, <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah.
1: But yeah, that helmet's great. All the baubles, all the trinkets. Yeah. I'm sure even Tarion's underwear is shiny somehow. Probably, <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and possible. Yeah. We're on the continent, it's, right?
0: Yeah.
3: Possible. Oh wow.
0: You already found his book.
1: Yeah. Now we gotta find the guy.
3: How old would he be? Uh, now? Yeah. Tyrion be 40s? like uh, mid 40s probably. 45, right? 45. He was around like 25. He was 26. only 20 in
1: his 20s, yeah. yeah
3: like Early to mid 20s. Yeah. So yeah. He'd be he'd be in his mid 40s now. Right.
0: I just want to see the RP
3: between you and you. <laughs>
2: oh
3: no. <laughs> when he catches oh, you. Oh no, he's he wouldn't be controlling Terry anymore.
2: Oh, oh that's right. He's, he's been
3: relegated to NPC land. Oh, if it ever happens.
0: Time to hear Kiri's Terry impression. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't guide your guys' path. You do. I love
0: it. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you had a chance to tune in last week. Uh, <laughs> no. But we had uh, Mark Humes on the show. Yes,
2: yes.
3: I, Mark I, I, Hamill was here?
0: Mark Hamill was on the show. Yeah. Um, no, that's not true. One day. He has a restraining order out against me. Shit. Uh, He was a fantastic guest, second guest of the campaign so far. He's great. I'm
3: so glad he was able to play with us, finally.
0: This question from You Done Messed Up. You done messed Uh, up? How do you prepare a guest for the show? (laughs) That's a good question, actually.
3: Um, You're in both now, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not right.
1: Just look straight ahead. And tilt the other way. Yes.
3: Yes, there. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. You're like a terrible Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> oh, here it is. Brian's it sunglasses. Is. Oh man. Uh, I prepare a guest um, by meeting with them in advance and uh, kind of, if, if they haven't played the game before, explain to them how it works and you know the, the diversity of classes and, and, and races you can choose from. I asked them what kind of character they want to play, and so I helped them build a character uh, based on what attracts what, you know, them from that list, and then I began to help them develop uh, you know, how, how that character would work in the game, what the benefits are of it, and how, how, how it's most useful so they don't feel like they're lost in that space, but I don't want to hit them with everything at once. Mark, of course, is one of our guests that is, did not need to introduce at all. No. He, he knows the game very well, so. Um, it was more about him and other guests telling me what they want to play, Personality wise, and kind of their ideas of what their backstory might be loosely. Mm. And then I tell them, okay, well, that could tie into these elements of the world as it stands. So it's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. So I'm telling me, how about if I play this? And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That could work with this faction, or this city, or this thing. And they're like, all right, cool. In that city, I wanted to be from this, and I'm looking for this. And I'm like, actually, the thing you're looking for could be this, which is very similar to what you were mentioning. And so we kind of back and forth and develop a way that they, you know, get to live and, and build a bit within that world and kind of carve out their little nook. And then uh, when it comes time for them to actually play, will come out with a, uh, I'll discuss with them a reason for their character to cross with the party's path and to align with their interests for the time being, uh, short-term, like with Mark, for instance. you know he was. I know they were going to a storehouse where a lot of things were stolen, so he was going to be in town for the Shroom Eyes. I said, okay, well, you know, what would Kalyana be looking for? What what kind of object would she be seeking? A bowl. And she said, you know, an artifact of, of Tiamat. I'm like, okay, well, you've heard, uh, last you saw this was being smuggled uh, through this this you know ring of, of thieves, mm-hmm. uh, and the last uh, the smuggling run that that was carrying this object vanished into the swamp, mm. and you never saw them emerge. And you've been trying to find your way out there, and then you overhear this party in a bar talking about finding a safe house, and she's like, "Great!" So I I help them develop the hook. We developed together a reason why they would align with the party's current path, and then when they jump in, you know, I kind of marry those two together and just go, "Have fun!" Yeah. And yeah, then, it was fun having and then, him. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was awesome. And then trying to decide a way to get him out is the hard part. Yeah. You know, if, if they're, Especially if they're a person that can't stay for an extra week. Like, sometimes a guest will stay another week after, or two, if, yeah. they, if, if they're in town, and they can, and it's fine, and the story makes sense. But for Mark, who had to go back, it was like, okay.
1: I did my best to keep him.
3: <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, we all tried to get him, we all tried
0: to handcuff him afterwards and yeah. keep him around, but. Alas. Um, at last campaign, when you showed Joe Manganiello that list, he just said, "I'm playing Archon the Cruel." <laughs> and we Wait. were like, "Oh yeah?"
3: No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, but Joe Joe very much knew the character he wanted to play, and uh, Archon had he was so invested in this history, and I think he just wanted to see how that would interact with Vox Machian, because he'd, yeah. he'd watched so much <laughs> of the show up to that point. And I was like, "All right, man, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hear. You know, they're gonna take your character. He's gonna be at level seventeen or whatever now." Um, Here are the things that he's done in that meantime. We had a whole night where me and him talked about the whole history of Archon in that time period and how he ended up at that place. Um, That must have been fun. It was fun, we were just in his kitchen. Yeah. Uh, so v comes in, you know, and it's like, "Are you guys still talking about Dungeons and Dragons?" And we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, Mom, you know." That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, um, but I have convinced her to play a game. No too, way! No way! Not with us. No no, 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 not, no, not no. with you, amateur. No, like, like a small private game for for like so for like her, Joe, and Marisha. Just, I bet she'd be great. She's like, she's so sick of hearing about it from Joe and like me and Marisha. Then we had to like sit down and be like, "I bet she's gonna be hooked." Here's,
0: I hope she enjoys it. I hope she enjoys <laughs> it. She's gonna be uh, hooked. That's all she's gonna talk about, just like
3: Joe. <laughs> I hope for his sake, maybe. Yeah, no. Because he's so passionate about it, and she's so sick of hearing it from him. I know.
1: It's hilarious. <laughs> we, I talked to her at your wedding, and uh, and and like, we we got two sentences into something, and then it was about Dungeons and Dragons, and she was just like, "Oh,
2: we're yeah, she, yeah. she just walked she's away. So dumb. <laughs> yep.
3: So, but yeah, we're working out with with Joe is a lot of fun, and uh, he he didn't know where he was gonna go, and. I talked to him about Archon's denouement After that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, hand to Vecna, man, you—you, you, he st- stole it. He asked me if that was a possibility, and talking about all the different things that might happen in the future, he's like, if they're fighting Vecna, if the hand drops, like, you know, that'd be a good artifact to take. I'm like, if you want to, he's like, I mean, could I, could I keep it for myself? I'm like, uh, I mean, if you can get it, if you can get it, yeah. Everyone else is kind of keeping you know, their attention to it. Yeah. When he cut off his hand and attached it uh, himself, I was like, oh. It's a oh move. no! Big move. It's a big and move. So he's like, "All right, I have this now." I'm like, "Yes, you do. It you, has you." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the hand of Vecna. Hand of Vecna, hand has, Vecna you. has you. Hand of Vecna has you. So we worked on this whole Ma thing for for where where Archon would be in the world after that. It's, yeah. it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, you don't have to say who, but you have other guests uh, planned for the. I do. <laughs> I do.
3: We we have uh, we have two two players who will be dodging out for baby reasons very yep. soon. Yep. Oh and we have one who who New York is reclaiming mm-hmm. yeah. once again, the annual uh, reclamation of, of our fantastic. So, it's time for me
0: to start drinking again, boys. I know, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know you poor man. That's fine. Um, I'm going
0: to be out there a lot, and we're, we're going to be doing a lot of traveling this year, so. Yeah. Yeah,
3: but Yeah. so while, while, while that's happening, I might have a couple guests come in during that time. Yeah. So.
1: Bruce Valanche, you know who that is? Of course I do, he writes for all the award shows. He does, I wonder if he wrote your Emmy speech. I definitely, his brother (laughs) Gary Valanche (laughs) did. Gary Valanche, yeah he's cheaper. I couldn't couldn't afford Bruce. Yeah, you get him, yeah. Well guys. What, that's it?
0: I think that's it, Max is that it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it is so it, what do know. What's on the statue, what, what is that? Oh
0: god, that's... Those, are the jester eyes? That's the jester oh, eyes. Oh. Wow. You guys can, wait, why is my tit purple?
1: <laughs> it always is.
0: What's happening to my purple breast?
1: Why is it so low? I want to no know the secret? Why is my, His it's sagging. It's always purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's leaking.
0: It's, it's leaking. Uh, yeah. great flavored drink. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching
1: Purple the show. Stuff sunny D. Fish, sunny oh, D. D.
0: <laughs> We love you guys. We'll see you Thursday night for Critical Recap and then Critical Role. Turn
2: yeah. turn
0: turn to turn to turn to turn. See you guys. There should be a bird in the game that just says turn to turn 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 bird. Turn turn Turnbird
3: charges the word.
0: Oh man. turn Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time.